Nun Hayamud Bays, five lines from the bottom on the first wide line, Tanya. The Gemara brings a Brysa, just over three lines. We'll box it off. Amar Rabbi Yeshua. Arbadvarim, there's four things, four categories. Haose Oisan, one who uh, does any of those things. Patrami Dine Adam, the Chayev Bidine Shamayim. So he is off the hook. In other words, the courts down here can't make him uh, pay anything, uh, compensate for anything. However, Chay Bedine Shamayim, he is still liable, Bedine Shamayim, whether that means Shamayim in this world, he really should go ahead and do it, even though he doesn't necessarily have to. Whether it means in the next world, there'll be Din B'cheshman to have to pay. Either way, Ve'eloheim, here's the list of things. Colon. Number one. By the way, we're going to go over each one of these four and explain exactly what the case is, but here we're going to roughly just translate. So the first case is, uh, You break uh, down or break through a um, fence or partition in the presence of your friend's animal. Um, that is the first case. Case. Comma. Number two, you bend over, you know, standing grain can be quite tall, you bend it um, over towards the direction of a fire uh, that is burning, uh, that's the second case. Number three, the third case is, if you hire uh, phony witnesses to testify, and um, finally, number four, if you know some issue that you could testify about uh, regarding someone else and you don't. Those are the four cases. Now, uh, the Gemara goes over each one and clarifies what exactly the case is. Amar Mar. Um, I put a number one over here and underline, on the first Line in the middle of the line, this is a kaifef. I underline a kaifef put a number two there. About five lines later, first word on the line is tamun. I underline the last three words on that line, a sheker, and put a number three. And three lines below that, the first line is hayodea, and I underline the entire line, hayodea, put a number four there. So here's where we're going to go over the four cases. Let's start with the first. Amar Mar. Now, what specifically is the case? Colon. If you want to say that the wall was a totally valid, good, strong wall, and we're saying if a person came along and broke that down, he wouldn't be chayev. Well, bedine adam nami ni chayev. He should be chayev. The way Rashi learns is Dine Adam, at least for breaking the wall, because he actively broke the wall. Now, as far as the animal, the level of chiyuv um, might not be there, but he should at least be chayev for the wall. It basically, it can't be uh, that it was a uh, a wall that was strong and would have been standing anyway, and he broke it down because he'd be chayev for the wall. A lot. Rather, it must be bekoitzel ra'ua. It must be with a... I would say a shaky wall, a very low quality wall, a very a rickety wall, where he's essentially not causing the person any loss, um, because the person anyway has to break down that wall. Okay, that's the case. Amar Mar, the second case was, uh, What is that case? Literally, it's bending over the standing uh, grain of your friend in the presence of a fire. So, Ilema. If what we're saying is, Dematia le beruach mitsuya that the 
dematulate would reach um, when you bend it over, the fire would reach it, and it's just a regular like five to ten mile per hour breeze, then you've actually sort of like actively by bending the grain towards the fire, you should be chayev even like on a court down here. That can't be the case. Ella, I called this A and one line later, but Ravashi, I put a B, we'll have uh, two possibilities of how to understand this second case. Ella, dematia beruach she'ena mitsuya. It's going to reach the grain because there's like a, an unusual 40, 50 mile per hour wind, which when you bent over the grain, that's not really something you could have imagined would have uh, been coming this way. Rav Ashi has a totally different approach to this case. Rav Ashi Amar, Tamun Itmar, which I think not Hakofiv rather Hamatzmin It's it's a case of Tamun where you you had some sort of like um, material or blanket that you covered over. Now, obviously, when you cover over standing grain with a blanket that has some sort of weight to it, it will it will bend down. The the wheat the wheat the barley the standing grain will will come. Uh, and and bend down, and uh, the issue here is mishum deshavia tamun beish. Now you covered up with a blanket. You actually saw a fire coming. You you didn't like start the fire, um, but you made it tamun. Now you might have had uh, the best intentions, which was to. Uh, delay or maybe even hold off the fire because if it's under a blanket, it's much less likely to uh, burn. That's why you're not going to be chayv b'day um, adam, but b'day shemaim you would be chayv. Amar the third case, hasoich uh, sheker. You hired phony witnesses. Now, who are you f- hiring them to testify regarding? If you had them come and testify that Bob owes you a hundred dollars and they're really phony witnesses, well, you would have to pay uh, that mammon that you uh, tried to get away from. Bob, you have to give it back, and the courts would certainly enforce that. Ella de Chavre, rather, you hired um, Adim to testify um, to, let's say, have Bob have to pay Carl. Okay, and that's the scenario where you'd be Padbidine Adam, but Chaybidine Shemaim. And the fourth case, if you know testimony for your uh, friend and you're not testifying, however, um what exactly is the case? Question mark. Ilema, the If there are two uh witnesses, Pshita de Araisa who? If you are one of two witnesses and you're not going to testify, well that's a de Araisa responsibility because the Pasuk says, Im lo Yagid Vinasavanoi. Like if you don't testify, you shall bear your sin. Ella, rather it must be Bechad. It's just you um, that uh, are not going to testify, that is the scenario. Now, if there's one person, you could be uh, you could uh, uh, cause the nitba, the one who's uh, the claim of the court is that he owes the money, a shvua, and in Dine Shemaim, you would be chayev. That is the four things. The Gemara asks in um, um, bullet after bullet after bullet form, I put a question marking, a long question mark in the margin, goes from here down about 10, 11 lines till first word on line is five cases, all of which are other examples of Pater Midine Adam, but Chayib Dine Shamayim. And the question is going to be why did our 
price that we started today's shear with lists those four. What about, here's another five examples. So I triangled the word vaha'ika here, three lines later, another ha'ika, I triangled that. Two lines later, another ha'ika gets a triangle. Two lines later, another ha'ika gets a triangle. And two lines later, at the beginning of the line, is another ha'ika that gets a triangle. And basically, we're going to bring now um, five Tanaic sources. All of them are going to be boxed off. And there are going to be cases where you're putter, so here's the first. So ask the Gemara Vesuleika. There's no other cases. Vahaika. Um, there's the simon. Five cases. Uh, here's the first. We box it off. Brisa goes for almost. Uh, um, Mishnah goes for almost two lines. Um, Let's say now if if you have water that's going to be used for paraduma water or the cow itself, um, if you do any work or malacha with it, it, it puzzles them from being able to be used. Let's say you use, I don't know, a, uh, a kilo of paraduma water on a balance scale to balance something else. Pater me adam. You would be pater adam because you didn't actually do anything to it actively. But you'd be liable in heaven. Uh, here's another example. Vaika. You put something down that's uh, poison in uh, in front of the uh, your friend your animal uh, your friend's animal. Well, you didn't actually like give it to the animal. Um, so the courts down here can't uh, get you for anything. still uh, Now another example. What about this? If you you send forth your Bear little means consumer. Often it means a fire or a flame. Uh, sometimes it means an animal. But either way, you send it, except you send it with a cherishet of a cut, and all of which they don't really have halachic das. So if uh, damage is caused, you would be putter midine adam, but chayv dini shemayim. Um, here's another example now, another snake source, vahaika, hamavzes chaveray. Mavzes chaveray is you like uh, terrify or uh, scare. Uh, your uh, your your friend. Um, I know you blow a trumpet really loud, uh, and and um, you cause him some sort of damage. Well, you would be put between the adam. Uh, courts down here can't make you liable, though. And finally, vaika. Um, the last example, another snake source goes three lines. What about this? Nishbarakada. Let's say you're walking through the Rishasarabim. You have a barrel, and your barrel broke the Rishasarabim. Veloisal, you didn't remove it. Just left it there, or nafla gamalai, your camel uh, like fell down and uh, help! I've fallen down and I can't get up. Says the camel. Avalei hamidi, you didn't stand the camel up. Let's say if someone gets damaged there. So this one we have a machlokas. Reb Meir, who we don't really want to focus on at this point. I underline Reb Meir is mechayev bezekan. Any damage that is caused through those things would be chayev. The person who's responsible would be uh, liable. Whereas the chachamim imrim, I box the chachamim. They would say uh, no. Pater bedine adam. That's the end of that Tanaic source. Basically, that's the end of a very long question. That these are all examples. Why were these not included in the original opening uh, Bryce of today's year by Rabbi Yoshua? So, answers the Gemara in Miha Ikatuva. Yes, indeed, there are many other examples. However, Kama Vahani, the four that were listed in the price at the bottom of the previous Amud, it's Trichalei. Those four cases actually needed to be told. There's something unique about them. You know what the uniqueness is? Maudetem, you might have thought to say, Bedine Shamayim Nami Lo That maybe in those four examples, even Bedine Shamayim, there wouldn't be any liability. Kamash Malan, that's what we're being told, is that no, there is liability Bide Shamayim. And now we'll go over each one of the four cases. Colon. Number one. 
You broke down the wall in the presence in front of the animal of somebody else, and we said it was a, a wall which was super rickety and was going to like uh, fall anyway and had to be uh, taken down. Mountain you might have thought to say, Kai, since that wall is there to be uh, destroyed, taken down, Ma Alfred, like, what did you do? You just took down a wall that has to go down anyway, and therefore maybe even from heaven's perspective, there would be no liability. Kamash Milan, we don't say that. Kama. And the second case, uh, so too, there's a fire burning, and you bend over the grain of your friend. Mauditami might have thought to say, Lema, let the guy who bent over the uh, standing grain say, one second, remember the case we established was this like unusual, like 40 or 50 mile per hour wind came in and, and blew the age towards it. I know there'd be this like freak storm wind and maybe and the person wouldn't even be liable in heaven, so to speak. We don't say that. Ulu Ravashi, remember we had a second, an alternative version, Ravashi, who said, Nami, Tamunit, are the cases, if you're Matmin, if you, like, uh, cover over the grain of your friend, that's the case, well, Maudetema, why would you have thought there wouldn't even be liability, Maudetema, that he would be able to say, Ana, Kisui, Kasise, Nihaleich. Hey, listen, I saw fire coming. And I actually was trying to do you a favor by covering it over so that the uh, fire wouldn't burn it quickly and you'd like have time to get here and take care of things. And maybe it shouldn't even be liable in heaven. Kamash Malan, we don't say that. The third case, number three, the case which was hiring phony witnesses, which we was to testify about uh, two other parties. Nami also, you might have thought to say, Lema, that the fellow can claim, hey, listen, uh, I hired phony witnesses, but those phony witnesses have a God just like I do, and therefore, really, you should be able to say, the rabbi, the Lord, the leader, in other words, Hashem says to do one thing, and some other character says to do something else. Who are you going to listen to? And maybe, and they wouldn't even be liable? From heaven's perspective, we don't say that. And the fourth case, you know, testimony regarding some person and, and don't uh, come to testify. Well, what might you have thought there? Mauditema, miyemar. One second, who's to say that if you were to come and testify regarding this issue, that the fellow would say, yeah, okay, I agree, and he would pay up. Comma connector Dilma have a shikra. You never know. Maybe the guy would like swear falsely. In which case, since you're only one witness, you would have no uh, effect on this. And therefore, even from heaven's perspective, there should be no heavenly liability. That's why we're told uh, in that case, and those are why the four cases are told, because each one of them, there's actually a, a, a reason to think that maybe there should not even be a shamaim. The Mishnah had said, Nifritsa Belayla, Ocean Parts will listen, etc. We're going to focus on this Nifritsa Belayla. Amar Rabbi, circle Rabbi's name, I put a number one in the margin, and five lines from the bottom. Last, uh, let's do the first word of the line is Shemasra. Near the end of the line is Rabbi's name again. Amar Rabbi, circle Rabbi's name there, and I put a number two in the margin. It's about seven, low, seven lines below the first circled Rabbi. Two, four, six. Yeah, about seven lines. So here's the first Rabbi. Amar Rabbi. Rabbi explains the case of Nifritsa Belayla. Uh, it like the wall broke at night. Chatra. 
it's got to be a case where the animal dug underneath and by digging underneath the wall came down where it's like that's a total uh onus if the animal didn't dig underneath my asigmar what would we say over then that that case would be chayev hechidami colon well one second what's the status of this wall elema squiggling on elema because it was a totally like perfectly strong enough uh, good wall then well, if the animal then didn't dig underneath, why in the world would there be a chiyuv over here? My Like, what do you possibly expect the person to do if he had good walls or good fences surrounding the area? It must be it's a real uh, shabby, rickety, uh, not significant, uh, not really strong wall. Well, if it's that, Kihatra, then when the animal dug underneath, am I potter? Why would the person be potter if you left the animal in an area that had a wall that was like really not up to uh, par? That's a case of where you started out by doing something um, negligent, and in the end, the animal did something uh, which was like beyond what you could have thought, which was digging underneath of it. So uh, that's a case Now, Hanichal is well and fine and dandy. Lamandamar, I vectored the word Lamandamar. And at the end of this line, there's another Lamandamar. I vectored that. Two approaches. Everything's okay according to the Lamandamar who says a case of, here's a four word phrase, Potter, that if what you did is the initial thing was negligent, but in the end it was like some strange onus case, that you'd be Potter, fine, we understand over here. Ella, however, Lamandamar, those four words in a phrase marking. Is Chayev, Michael Amemo, what do you say over here? How do you explain this case? Ella? Rather, it must be, I squiggle on the Ella, must need some Bekaisel Bori. The mission must be the case where the wall in question was a good solid wall or fence, the Afilu Loichatra, and it's even if the animal didn't dig underneath. The Chayitmar, well, then what about Rabba? Didn't Rabba say it's where the animal dug underneath? Yeah, but it wasn't going off of this case. The Chayitmar de Rabba, a Seifa Itmar, and this starts. Uh, Version 2. We now quote our Mishnah. There was another part of our Mishnah which said, and I put right angles in over here, it's going to be basically a line quote from our Mishnah. Let's say you left the animal in the really hot July or August sun, or you gave it over to a Cheresheit of Ekatan, both of which are negligent things to do. The Yatzvazika, the animal went out and damaged. Chayev, the person would be Chayev here. Now, Amar Rabba, to this, Rabba had said, I underlined Rabba, uh, excuse me, I circled Rabba's name, Vafilu Chatra. That's even if it went out by some strange way of digging underneath the wall. Now, Kama, Loimi Baya, we don't even have to tell you, Hecha Deloi Chatra, where the animal didn't go out this unusual way, but went out another way, to Kula Bepshia, the whole thing is Pshia. It is a Pshia that you left in the sun, or you gave it over to someone who wasn't responsible. Ella afilu the chiddush here is even if it chatra dug nami maudatim. You might have thought to say if you didn't hear what we were told. That this is a case of yeah. Originally it was negligent if you uh, left in the sun or gave it over to a chershay of a katan. That's negligent. But seifa ba'inus if it did this strange thing of like digging a tunnel, a tunnel out uh, underneath, that would be the case. Kamashmalan, we don't say that connector. Rather, the whole thing is viewed as pshia. Now, why is the whole thing viewed as pshia? Let's focus specifically on the leaving out in the hot sun case. Because my taima, question mark, 
Answer, Da'amar lay. The person who was damaged can surely say to this fellow, Listen, you leave any animal out in the hot sun, made the yadis, the cave under Shavka Sabacham, since you left it out in the hot sun, like anything could be expected of an animal to try to get out of that situation, kol titztika, any any trick, any excuse, de isla lemiave, that the animal would have to do any unusual type of thing, even tunneling underneath to get out, avda venafke, would do it just to get out. Said the Mishnah, hitziu listim, listim chayavin. If the listim um, took uh, apparently the animal out, then the listim would be liable for any damages the animal caused. Pshita, exclamation point connector, that's like obvious, like of course, kevan de afkua, since they, and at this point we understand what does it mean, they took it out, like they held on to the reins, they took it out, so you have a shinui uh, rishus, um, basically they took it out the rishus aravim, kevan de afkua, well, once they took it out, it's basically theirs, and they, of course, would be liable for... It's theirs, and they're liable for whatever happens. It says the more low. That's not so straightforward. Rather, the case is they never actually did like a proper mashicha. They didn't do any mashicha. What did they do? Probably a number of people here standing in all sides so that no one ever touched the animal, but they the only way, the only place the animal had to go was in a certain direction, and uh, they led it to uh, some other guy, let's say Jim's uh, standing grain, and it uh, ate some of Jim's standing grain, or it ate some of uh, Jim's uh, apples, or that's what they did, but they never actually did a proper Mashiach. Kiha, similar to Amar Rabba, I circled Rabba, uh, Rabba says in the name of Amar Mas, Amar Rav, and underline Rav, Hamamid Behemas Chavera, Al-Kamas let's say I go, and I got uh, two numbers, I got Bob and I got uh, Carl, so I, I take um, let's see, better yet, I stand up Bob's animal um, right next to the Carl's standing grain, I would be chayev. Now, literally, hamamid means, it seems to imply that I like to take it with my own hands and then I, I lead it to the standing grain and it eats. Now, if that's the case, says the Gemara, Mamid, one second, I stand it up by sensibly like taking it or like holding on to it, a pshita, of course I would be liable. Says the Gemara, low. Sricha, it's actually necessary, and this is how we have the parallel to our case that we had uh, three lines ago. Dekam la ba'apa. It's where you never actually um, took a hold of the animal. You just had probably you and a bunch of other people stood in, in all sides except for one and, and led it in that direction. Amalia Abayla Rav Yosef. I circle Rav Yosef. Abayla says to Rav Yosef, one second, when you explained this to us, you said the case was not where people stood there, but where they actually hechisha Amartalan or Amrislan is where they hit it with a stick. That's where, if they hit it with a stick and let it to somebody else's grain to eat, there would be a chiyuv. Kama, velistim, nami dechisha. And then so too, in the case of the Mishnah, is where the listim in question, they hit the animal, like with a stick. And the Mishnah's chiddish is that hitting it with a stick is basically tantamount to a Mashiach. You don't actually have to, like, physically grab on to the animal's neck or the reins and lead it in a certain way. Um, rather, it's enough to um, to hit it with a stick. Period. The Mishnah said, uh, etc. Give it over to a roa. The roa then goes in his place. Who's the him? Who, whose place is like the roya uh, now taking over as far as liability? Amri, so we asked, Tachta of Deman. 
colon, elemai squiggle, underline the elema, and three lines later, exactly underneath is an eli squiggle, underline the ella. Now, also, we're going to have two lashonis in this Gemara. I put a number one in the margin over here, and uh, the first line, the first of the wide lines in the Gemara that goes underneath the Rashi, I put a number two by that line. And that line, uh, you'll see the third and fourth words are ikadamri, I squiggle, underline the ikadamri. So let's uh, see the first of the two lashonis. Amritachsav deman. What does the Mishra mean when they say that uh, he's now in his place? Ilema tachsav debal behema. You have the owner of the animal, and what we're saying is it was given over to some raya. So the raya takes all the responsibility of the owner. Well, like we know that. That was taught once, not that long ago. Dafmem Dalit. Here we box off the next two lines. This is a Tanaic source. It says, Masru l'shoimrechinam, l'shoyel, anaysischar, l'shoyichar, you give over your animal to any of those characters. The uh, watcher for free, the borrower, uh, the one who takes uh, salary to watch it, the one who is going to rent it and pay money, all those, kula nichnesu tachas They all take over any responsibility and potential liabilities that the owner would have had. So like we would know that already. Ella says the Gemara squiggle on the Ella, Ella tachtav d'shoimer. Oh, you know what's going on over here? You have a owner of an animal. He gives it over to a shomer. The shomer gives it over. What was the lesson in the Mishnah? Gives it over to a roya. And what we're being told is shomer kama ipachale legamre. The first shomer, if when it was given over to the roa, who's essentially a second, essentially a second shomer, uh, he would be totally off the hook. No liability for the first shomer. Really. Says the Gemara, then, should we say, Lema, that this would be a tiyufta to a famous Rava that we had back on Daf Yud Aleph? What did Rava say? To refresh our memory, Dhamma Rava. Shomer Shemasul Shomer Chayev. If you have Shomer number one who gives something over to Shomer number two and something happens, Shomer number one is still Chayev. Well, we don't seem to see that over here. Should we say, then, this refutes Rava? Nope. Amalach Rava. If Rava was here, he would tell you. My, how do we understand uh, two words at right angles here? When the Mishnah said, Masrula Roya, that you give it over to a shepherd, you ain't giving it over just to any shepherd, rather, Libarzile. You're giving it over to, like, your apprentice. Rashi says, Talmidoi. Oh, now, is it normal for uh, somebody to give something over, like a shepherd, to give it over to his apprentice? Yes, it is. De Orche de Roya, Le Mesar Libarzile. It's quite common and normal for that to happen, and that's why he would not have the liability. All that was the first Lashon of the Gemara. Here's the second Lashon, Yikadamri. We had a number two in the margin. Katani, from the fact that it says, I put these two words at right angles, meaning that the Mishnah says, Masr Roya, if you give it over to a shepherd, the Loi Katani doesn't say Masr you give it over to somebody else. In other words, we're specifying the fact that it's given over to like a shepherd, Shmamina, it must be my Masr Roya that he's given over to a Roya, Masr Barzile, he's given over to like his expert apprentice, Shepherd. De Orche de Roya, where it's quite common and actually normal for a shepherd, to give it over to his Talmud. But it was given over to somebody else, then no, the first Shomer is not going to be off the hook if something happens. Hmm. Now, in this Lashon, Lema, should we say, that this would be actually a support to what Rava said. What did Rava say? We know what he said. Shomer Shemasel Shomer. Chayev, the first streamer is still going to be liable, and that's what we seem to be saying over here. So should we say this supports Rava? Amri, answers the Gemara, not necessarily low. Kama, rather, Dilma, it could be Orcha de Milsa Ketani, that when we say he gives it over, now, who do you usually give it over to? You usually give it over to your apprentice or someone who's working with you. 
maybe that's the case. However, Vahua Din, truth is that it would be the same thing, even if you gave it to somebody else who wasn't necessarily your uh, your uh, trusted apprentice. Adkan.